Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to a special uh, episode of Stay Tuned Sports. Um, we actually have a a guest on today. Um, kind of a spur of the moment today. Our Simbox Truck Series driver, Joshua Sobel. Hey, Jimbo. Thank you for uh, having me here, man. I definitely appreciate it. Hey, anytime. I, I, I've been trying to really get around to to get you on, just, you know, work and everything. And then some of your races, I was kind of afraid to message you after after the races. <laughs> yeah, it gets kind of crazy after a while. You got to take a breather. Yeah, especially especially after uh, Monday night. I, I don't want to bring up the, the bad memories of Monday night, but... Dude, I, I felt so bad for you. You had a, such a good race uh, going. And then, what was it, uh, the second to last lap or whatever it was? Yeah, sitting in third, pretty much led just about the whole race. I had the most laps led in that series. It's the first time driving that car on top of that. And then we're at Daytona, and, and that's the problem with Daytona. It's You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. People get crazy, so. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, obviously you came on, uh, you know, we sponsored you after uh scott crump with the ursco series and you know that's the one thing I, I was learning with scott watching him is you know daytona i mean I, you know as a sports fan just in general you just when you hear daytona you don't have to be a race fan at all you know mm-hmm. it's one of the the bigger crash type uh tracks out there and i mean i'll be honest when we got about four or five laps left and they kept uh, the commentators kept on saying about you know it's, it's only one or two uh, caution laps and this and that and i'm like oh boy it's coming yeah it's coming i will say for a daytona race like that with that group of guys definitely surprised it went as cautionless as i as it did because most of the time you race with uh that big of a group and people are all over the place but from front of the pack to the back of the pack those guys actually did a really good job yeah and you know that's the one thing i did notice too um i mean i tuned in I, I want to say about four or five laps into the race because uh, I was actually playing uh, NHL and me as a flyer, surprise, surprise, I got ejected from the game for fighting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but perfect timing. And, you know, I watched the whole race. And, I mean, even just you guys drafting with each other, staying in line with each other, w- there wasn't much swerving around or, you know, um, tension or anything. And then th- that last 10 or so laps, it seemed, you could see everybody starting to, like, you know move around a little bit trying to you know jump spots and stuff like that and that's that's when i, I started getting a little nervous uh, for all years because like you said you know the big wreck as they call it could be 10 cars or all 40 you just, oh, you just don't know and when you have it in the front of a pack like that too there's just nowhere to go so unfortunately i was on the high side coming off the last turn and you kind of just get boxed in but um, i was upset at the time but looking back at it that's just part of daytona and and you know what a little kudos to you too because when it did happen i'm like oh man you know he went from third he's gonna probably be like 30th or something because just how you got hit and everything like that and you finished 12th and i was actually quite yeah. surprised with that too that's um, a good start to to a new season. It it, it, it was, and that, you know that's what me and you talked a little bit about uh, either that night or the next day because um, with Simbox, uh, the Simbox series that 
we sponsor you in as well. Now, did you start the season off, um, you know, very first race, or were you kind of sporadic and then just finally got into it? No, I, so I don't know how much uh, you talked about like the sponsorship with with me, but it's funny because I know I talked to you about it, and we, I mean, the messages on Twitter, how I kind of came up and was like, hey, so here's the deal. It all started like with uh, my painter who I guess got me mixed up with another driver, probably Scott, honestly, and assumed he was making a scheme for um, Stay Tuned. Okay. And so he gave me the state a Stay Tuned theme and I was like, wait a second. I was like, I I'm not even I don't even know who Stay Tuned Sports <laughs> is. And so I liked the paint scheme so much then I I, I wrote out to, I, I kinda just wrote to you and was like, Hey man, this is kinda awkward, but uh I've been racing this league since the beginning and uh I don't know how you feel, but if you want to check out some races, here you go and now the rest is kinda history. Yeah, I mean I, I kinda touched on a little bit, but I didn't know the whole story like the whole depth i guess you know how you said that uh, he must have been thinking it was for for scott but that, that's actually kind of funny though <laughs> yeah it's like he already had it primed and ready to go like he had it all set up for a truck and i don't think there's anybody else running trucks um with a scheme like that so it was kind of interesting he got he got back to me really quick and i was like you know what i'll run it and if someone says something then i'll say hey sorry i enjoyed it and luckily it was the complete opposite of that yeah and, and you know what, speaking of the truck and everything like that, if you guys go over to staytunesports.net, on the top there we have the merch tab, and we actually do have Joshua Sobel's Simbox truck there as a t-shirt if you guys want to purchase it. Um, if you guys have any issues with sizes or whatever, please message us on Twitter. Um, I know there was a couple incidents where they were out of stock and stuff like that. Um, I did contact uh, zazzle.com that's where we uh, go through and they they actually told me ba- basically like a backdoor way of getting the same shirt with a different size you know it, it was weird but um, I mean I already got a couple shirts for myself there I got one of the hats I just made up real quick because I want to see what the, how the um, the product was which you know I'm definitely going to be working on some hats uh, probably this weekend you know while, while Josh uh, is racing where are we uh, where are you racing this uh, Friday so we're kind of finishing up for the chase and uh, i'm looking in right now i think i've gained one position from last week um so i'm less than 30 points away from making it into the chase which then everyone's going to re-rack and kind of go on from there but it's at north wilkesboro which is a legendary track if you know nascar at all and uh it's very small it's going to be very tight multi-groove which if you don't know much about racing just allows guys to race on the low side and the high side and still be competitive so there's not one lane that's technically faster okay Um, but when you're throwing 30 plus guys on a track that's basically a little over half a mile it's uh it's it's gonna be intense yeah now um as far as the chase roughly do you have any idea what place you have to come in to uh enter the chase so from what i've seen based off the point structure that we're using it looks like as long as i can finish above like 14th i should be fine but it also is going to determine where because only there's only four spots left because the top seven or top six guys are completely locked in okay so i'm battling four guys over seventh eighth ninth and tenth 
So what guys are those so I could pay them off so he could make the chase? <laughs> uh, one of my teammates is actually oh, in there, uh, Andrew Hemmelman. Uh, he's, he's been doing really good. He's And he's a young kid, too. Like I think he's like 15. Really? And it, the amount of pointers that I've gotten from him in general has been kind of interesting coming from a, from a, from a teenager, honestly, because yeah. I've never raced the truck series. And huh. I got on with Revolution Motorsports as the team, and there are a lot of really good drivers on that team. And um, a guy who's been racing NSRA uh, last year, uh, Mitchell Adams, he's a reigning champion okay. in their league, and he's on my team. So if as long as I have a reigning champion on the team, I think I'll be fine. Oh, all right. Um, so I asked Scott this when uh, he was on the, the, the show a few months back, so I got to ask you. Um, <laughs> Any rivals? <laughs> oh, I, I like to stir man. the pot a little bit. <laughs> uh, it, that's a that's a tough one. Kind of put me on the spot there. Uh, I had. No, I'm sure two, all you guys race were, race. You know, our friends out after the race and everything like that. I don't think there's any real true bad blood. No, honestly, the guys in in NSRA are really nice. Um, I think more than anything in our minds, we all have a rival, which is James Lorello. But in theory, James (laughs) is such a nice dude that you can't really have a rival like that yeah. like you he's he's all up for hey come out to me and and if you need help with something i'll i'll help you yeah so i would say really i don't i kind of get along with everybody honestly it's funny you brought him up because uh after about first five or six uh races that i, I watched you racing i'm like i don't like that guy he's always winning he's always up there <laughs> yeah he's racing the truck series for nsra and he's he's racing wednesday night which is cup cars okay. for them as well too and he just won the championship for wednesday night um so he's i mean i think he's just trying to do like the the trifecta here and and take the truck series and then our uh super speedway series that's coming up as well too um and that one starts january 28th at daytona i'm going to be doing that as well and what uh what night of the week is that one so that is going to be on i think they're doing it on wednesday nights okay let me double check oh actually nope thursday nights oh wow looks like i'm gonna have a a full week of uh races you know i got got you racing monday in the cars Scott Crump is cars. yeah. Scott Crump is racing Wednesdays in, I think the Elite League, Elite Racing, mm-hmm. and then uh, Thursday you said with the the upcoming one, and then well, Truck Series will be probably be done by the time Thursday one kicks in, then right? He, actually, no. The Truck Series is going to end because we have the chase that starts um, on the twenty second, and the Truck Series isn't going to end until March twelfth. Oh, so okay, so it's gonna overlap. Oh, all right, let's see. So we got we got a seven seven week chase. All right. Um. So okay, we you know we talked a little uh, sim racing here. Let's talk some real sports here. Uh, found out that you're a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. What about two weeks ago or so? We got flo- uh, the hockey started last night. What did you think about your yeah. team? Were you able to watch them? Uh, yeah, I watched it a little bit, and uh, I'm not surprised that they were able to take down uh, Blackhawks at that point, five to one, which is insane. Yeah, and we're also we're also down one of our best players in in our uh, in our team, and Nikita Kucherov, who has been dominant. Man, he is just something else. But he's actually out for the whole season. Uh, he had surgery done, oh, and wow. he's not going to make it back. So 
we got a bunch of new guys on top of that. So seeing that happen and they're able to take down Chicago as easily as they were for a season opener, I'm not worried at all. <laughs> now, it, you know, for the listeners there, uh, me and Josh talked a little bit before we started recording and everything. I, I told him, I said, I really wasn't able to watch the game, the Tampa Bay game, because I work. Um, my Flyers just destroyed the Penguins 6-3. And really, hey. you should, it was more 6-2 because... Uh, Carter Hart had a, I want I want to call it a young, immature play. Um, you got to know where Crosby is, and for him to come out behind the net and try to pass it back in, went right to Crosby, open that, and even then he has swat his stick at it and barely got it. Um, I was very impressed with, with our young guys. You know, uh, Joel Farabee had four points, I believe it was, uh, one goal and three assists. Um, oh, wow. So when I saw six two, uh, I was like, "Oh come on, Tampa Bay lose lose." I want to talk shit on on the on the show. <laughs> Never. Now, we got a bunch of good guys in there um, on the team. I mean, sadly, we lost some dudes uh, to trades and just uh, cap space and all that stuff. But that's that's every year at that point. But um, some of the new guys uh, that are on there, uh, Mitchell Steffens is a, is a one that I'm really looking forward to that plays a forward. Um, I'm going to see where he ends up because he could end up being like uh, possibly like a next Braden point, which okay. Braden's been a rookie for us. Uh, uh, was a rookie for us a few years back and uh, man i'll tell you what that guy came out like full fledged he definitely showed up that's that's good now uh, tampa bay isn't in our division right you're, you're in a separate division than us yeah we're in it's been so long since i've actually looked at divisions it's, well i mean th- this year's a little different they because they i don't know if you knew this but they um realigned the divisions due to traveling um, so, like, for example, uh, the division that the Flyers are in, we're playing Boston, Washington, like, basically all the East Coast teams, all the West Coast, you know, maybe Tampa Bay might be mixed in with them. All the candidate teams are all in a division by themselves, but I'm pretty sure that there's no out-of-division um, teams playing each other. So, in other words, I, I don't think the Flyers will play Tampa Bay until the playoffs if both of them make it because of all yeah. the, the travel restrictions yeah i think they even shortened the games on top of that didn't they yeah like instead of a standard 82 game season it's like 50 something now yeah they went with the 56 uh game season which i wonder if because i swear i heard him say last night that starting with the flyers game last night to the end of the season it's 116 straight days of hockey so almost every day I know. and i saw that and I was like, what? That's insane. I had to look it up because I didn't believe it. Yeah. And, and I don't know if that's smart because with everything going on with the pandemic, um, mm-hmm. Dallas Stars already had to postpone, they said, three games last, uh, so far, three games because they had like 17 players either test positive or were close contacts. So you, you would think that they would want to put some type of um, buffer throughout the season to fit these games back in there yeah it's kind of interesting because i mean i was looking at it and i was like all right so what's like the longest stretch these guys are going to be playing in a row and there was a couple of guys on there that were playing almost like three games in a row at that yeah. point and i was like they're all that's going to do is really wear the team down more than anything yeah and i, I think i understand why they're doing this so they could try to get back onto the normal nhl season schedule come next season um yeah. but 
I think they should have planned this a little bit better and did like a like a over over two year type plan, not just okay, let's just bang it all out once and get back on schedule. Because let let's be honest, I mean, we don't know how long this pandemic is gonna go. It could go the rest of the year. You know, we just started in January. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 seeing it too, um, when we were talking about like the division, it looked like the Lightning actually got moved to a totally different division for this year. Yeah, they're, they're in the Atlantic Division now. Um. So. So yeah, so oh, so we are, so we will be facing you. It looks oh, like. we are in the same. Okay, yeah, oh. we are. Yeah, we're facing you. We might have to do a live show for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, awesome, you know, you know, all the children will not be listening to us because trust me, like even even last night, my my, my house is, is fucked up. Okay, I'll just put it bluntly. <laughs> Hockey wise, me and my youngest are Flyers fans. My oldest and my wife are Penguins fans. Um. Football wise, I'm an Eagles fan. My oldest and my wife are Ravens fans. Like, there's always battles. So yeah. yesterday when we we're watching the game, now my, my oldest is 13 years old and uh, been watching hockey since he was eight. You know, so he's really starting to really get into it. And every time the Penguins scored, like how how the I don't know if you watched the game, but the first two periods basically was two two at the end of the third or second period, I believe it was. But it was Penguin scored first. He did a dab. And I'm like, don't do the dab. I, I hate the dab. Okay. I think it's the stupidest thing out there. But he's a teenager, whatever. Flyer scored. I'm like, all right, yeah, good. You know, I let it go. Penguin score again. He does the dab. I'm like, you're going to regret it. We go up 3 2. And I, it was like third period, about 10 minutes left or so. And I'm like, we need one more. And I'll feel comfortable that we'll be able to hold on to this win. And we got the fourth one. I looked at him, and he's just staring at me. And I, I just start doing a dab. I'm like, he's like, Dad, I'm gonna beat you up. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, he, he's a good kid, and and um, we, I mean, our trash talk does get to a point sometimes where the wife's gotta be like, listen, you two. <laughs> then we gotta be like, okay, mom, mom spoke. <laughs> yeah, my my son's like three, so um, he's not quite there yet. But he does enjoy it from what he does see on TV. Okay, um, he'll sit lap for a little bit and watch it until you know his three year old brain kicks in. He's like, oh, I gotta go play with a toy somewhere. <laughs> but uh, is your is your wife into uh, hockey at all? Um, so I live in the the Wilkesbury Scranton area, so we got actually um, season tickets to the Baby Pens game. They're like ten yeah. minutes away. Um, she's more into the baby pens than the the big pens. Um, the oldest, he's just he's both. You know, he, the, the, a player from the baby pens could get brought up to the big pens, and just like that, he knows who they are, um, what game they scored, just because his memory is so so good when it comes to that shit. But um, but yeah, she's more of the baby pens. And, and I'll tell you what, I'll be completely completely honest. I used to think hockey was the stupidest sport out there until my uh my buddy king who used to be a, a uh host here um got me into it you know and it was kind of funny i was down at an eagles game and just uh the xfinity center actually has a bar called the broad street bullies now i knew who they were um and i, I was like you know what yeah i'll give this a try and it was 2014 i'll never forget 2014 Flyers were in the playoffs with uh, going up against the Rangers, and they lost. And I was like, I just felt this this heat, that this madness. I was like, I hate the Rangers. Oh my god, I like hockey now. 
<laughs> yeah, I think my first take on uh, hockey was when I was a child. I'm 29 now, but back in like I was 12, 13, I really got into it. And I was I was a Carolina fan for a long time. Um, I don't know why. I, I, at that point, I didn't know any of the teams. I think being a teenager, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go with the one that has like the cool stadium, the cool colors and red and black was kind of my thing then. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I'm going to go for them. And then. I live, I've lived in Florida my whole life okay. and I've never looked at a single Florida team, which is hilarious to think about. <laughs> and where I live, we have a, uh, or where I used to live, we have a team that plays, um, almost played CHL level. I mean, nothing too crazy, but CHL level hockey until they started changing divisions around. And, uh, when I went to my very first game, my first hockey game and I was like blown away by the fact that like a I had no idea what was going on, but the fact that these guys were hitting each other, they were wanting to fight, yeah. but they were gentle at they were like a gentleman at the end of the game. Yeah, it's like how can you beat the crap out of somebody and then go over there and pat them on the back? I, like, I yeah, will good, never good job, understand that. Yeah, I, I will never understand that. I just knocked it's your tooth out, but good game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you just knocked me out, but uh, yeah, we'll get some beers after this. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I gotta tell you this one story. This is way before I got into hockey, and um, this girl I was dating at the time, her uncle had season tickets to the Penguins games, and Baby Pens were playing Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Well, actually, they were the, the Philadelphia Phantoms, so obviously the Flyers farm team, and there was a huge brawl throughout the whole game. It got so bad that after the game, the SWAT team actually had to come into the stadium to keep the teams separated after the game from beating each other up. Jeez. I was, was like, it just an all-out brawl? There was, there was, I think, there was one or two that were four-on-fours. The goalies just stayed, you know, in their nets or whatever. But there, there was a good 10 or 12 fights, you know, throughout the whole game. And it wasn't like just because it was a dirty hit or whatever. It was just, just bad blood, just hatred towards each other. <laughs> But it was the next day is when I found out that they, they had to call the SWAT team in to keep them separated. It was, you know, made the news, it made the papers, the local papers here. And I was like, that's stupid. And here it is 10 years later. Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the Western Hockey League, WHL and AHL and all those guys, I mean... Those, I swear, most of the tension comes from, like, those, like, double-A leagues yeah. more than anything. Yeah. That's crazy. So before we go, um, I want to talk a little bit about Belly Up and Belly Up Sports and uh, the Erska League that you know Scott Crump runs in. Um, heard that you are what producing it, helping the producing the show, right? Yeah, they gave me like the reins to everything, and I don't know if that's going to be a mistake or if they're really going to enjoy it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I uh, I've been with Erska kind of like sitting on the like back side of it like the background like not really doing much like debating if i wanted to jump in and race with the guys because there is a lot of talent yeah in that league um but i was kind of at that spot where i was like do i want to race xfinity or do i want to do something different like truck wise and all that stuff but um i actually broadcasted for them from a league or sorry from a company that me and a buddy kind of came up with he kind of talked me into it and i was like i don't think i have the voice or the personality for this and i was really nervous and we ended up doing like money races where these guys are getting a couple hundred bucks for racing like super speedways daytona talladega and all that stuff and scott crump was one of the guys that 
raced in primarily all the ones we were broadcasting and we even got big names in on it like uh landon huffman who's an actual uh truck racer in in the nascar league back in the day would jump in on it as well too that's cool so it was it was interesting and that's how i got in contact with scott and the next thing i know i'm in i'm in Erska and and i never did anything with them so they saw what i brought to the table with 10-4 broadcasting and all that stuff and couldn't understand how i could do everything i did behind the scenes while also being a broadcaster controlling cameras and live streaming all at the same time dude i could barely chew and uh, chew gum and walk at the same time jesus <laughs> imagine having two screens up and you're broadcasting what you see you look over to your second screen have to change the camera make sure you're looking at the correct driver you're looking at times you want to talk about a handful that's that's been the last year of broadcasting and luckily now i get to just kind of hang back and i have so many ideas in my head and i've put so much work into uh hopefully what Erska is going to become and johnny thomas man he is he's the dude between him and and um and belly up um belly up mike and all those guys man without them i i wouldn't be in the position that i'm in so we're gonna have some crazy things coming up so if you want to like follow along with all that you got to check out the, the their twitter I'm, i don't know if i could do a shameless plug here but oh go ahead uh over at uh, at eRacing SCA, so Erska basically, um, you can check out everything that's going on. February fifteenth, it's it's going down. We're gonna be at Daytona. We're gonna have a, a country singer actually singing the national anthem for really? our season opener. That's yeah, that's awesome. That gives it give it like a little bit of a live feel to it. We're gonna we're doing this thing all out. We're gonna have live cameras on our broadcasters for that race. We're gonna oh, have cool. like real life in car cameras. Um, man, we there's just so much that we are trying to bring to the table for iRacing esports, and uh, I I'm so happy I'm with the, this group of guys. Honestly, I'll I'll tell you what, Josh. Um, I've I've watched a few races of you broadcasting with uh, 104 Racing, whatever, and you know if you're if people are looking for like the you know typical tune in to nbc nascar racing commentators probably won't like you know our you know your style whatever i just like how it, it's 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 genuine you know okay you mess up or make a, a bad joke or whatever you, you, you laugh about it you know like kind of get all <laughs> yeah. uptight about it, you know and you know you guys um erska and even uh the Friday night races that you you guys are part of, um, mm. I enjoy them very very much. You know, it's just, it's just so cool. Yeah, you know, for people out there that want to say, oh, it's just it's just gaming. Well, yeah, okay, it may be gaming, but it's actually pretty fun and interesting to watch. Oh yeah, absolutely. When you're when you're in a world like we are now with COVID and everything else, iRacing racing really took off at the beginning of the year. I mean, we even had NASCAR yeah. literally doing virtual racing to fill the schedule in of them not actually being able to race. So seeing that and seeing how big of a deal iRacing was and really getting into the nitty gritty with broadcasting, um, we're just, it's more of trying to bring entertainment to those that may not know much about racing, but like the idea of it while also trying to be entertaining at the same time. And that's pretty much what makes up broadcasting for iRacing to be completely honest. Yeah. And, and, and like I say, it, it's definitely fun. Um, so I, I think that's going to be it for us for this episode. Um, before we go, Josh, why don't you give uh, plugs for all the, the, the leagues you're in and, and where they can find you on Twitter? 
Oh man, there's a lot. So you can find me at SolbolX30. Um, that's my personal Twitter. Um, I'll have my broadcasting links in my bio for Belly Up Sports, um, as well as 104 and Erska. So you can check all that out. Um, uh, in SRA, they don't have a Twitter, but a huge thank you to those guys for allowing me to do broadcasting for them and then coming in and pretty much learning how to drive trucks and like i said johnny thomas and uh belly up mike for giving me the opportunity to kind of produce for them coming into erska so i uh, can't wait to see what the rest of the year brings yeah i i definitely can't wait either so um everybody head over to staytunesports.net like i always tell you guys on the right hand side there's our social media accounts make sure you go up and look at the merchandise tab um, we got the truck series shirt there Maybe I'll, I'll make a, a hat out of it this weekend. Um, but till next uh, episode next week, this is your good friend Jimbo signing out.